You're listening to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast with Terrence Murphy, where we cover sales, investing, and entrepreneurship with an emphasis on real estate. Each podcast, Terrence and his guests will bring you informative and inspiring information within the real estate industry. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur. We are in the new year, 2022. Happy New Year's, everybody. We're on the season three. We squeezed in two seasons in those first 10, 11 months. And I think we hit 35,000 or 40,000 downloads and man, just had a, a really good response to the podcast. And so before I get into my guest today, we actually were just reconnecting on some things. I'm going to read my quote. So I start off with a quote. This one's fairly simple. And it says, life is a bunch of boomerangs. Whatever you push out to people with your energy and actions will come back to you. But not only that, it will come back with precision and accuracy. So Diraj Global, it's a great quote, man. Mark Choi is a founder and CEO of High Note Labs, a real estate technology firm building great products for top agents. Mark also co-founded Climb Real Estate in 2010 and helped grow Climb to a top 10 San Francisco brokerage and top 50 in the United States. Mark led the strategy and also founded Climb Labs, which led innovation initiatives at Climb and won several national awards, including the most innovative real estate brokerage in 2017, Climb was then acquired by Realogy in 2016. And let's welcome Mark to the show today. Hey, nice Mark to see Cho. you. Choi. Choi. <laughs> Sorry, Choi. brother. Choi works too. It's good. As long as it's not called Chewy, <laughs> which has happened a lot. But Choi, Choi, it's all good. Thanks for being back on the show, man. I appreciate connecting with you again. And before we jump in, just give us a quick rundown of who you are and how you got into real estate and became this entrepreneur that you are today. Wow, that's taking me back. You know, I, I was a real estate investor in San Francisco. I met my agent who helped me buy properties in San Francisco. He told me we became really fast friends, Chris Lim. And he said, hey, you should be an agent. And I said, what? Be an agent? Me? Okay, maybe I'll get my license and I'll help with real estate investing. I ended up going down the rabbit hole, becoming an agent. And I read Gary Keller's Red Book, and it, that was game over for me. I was like, okay, that book is great. This is the way you should run a team. You should build a brokerage this way. And we saw San Francisco in the early days of growth. And so I said, hey, maybe we should start a brokerage here. And we'll rise with the tide of San Francisco. And that's what we did. We built a brokerage. We did a lot of great marketing. We did a lot of cool tech. We had a great culture. We were very inclusive and really, you know, we really tried to push the boundaries of brokerage. And we were acquired by Realogy three, four years ago. Well, coming off five years, 2016, this is when this happened. Yeah, it was a while ago now. And, and then I started a software company called HighNote dedicated to helping real estate agents get to the next level with our new sales pitching platform. So that's in a nutshell, how long I made, I went quick through it. I didn't know how long of an answer you want. I could go deep in any of those, in any of that. But, you know, I started in 20, 2006, we grew the brokerage to about a billion in sales in five years from 2010 to 2015, 2016. And then we were acquired by Realogy to grow a national franchise focused on millennials and cities, urban, urban franchise. It never went forward, but that was the, that was our dream. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I don't think people really understand how hard it is to take a startup idea in your mind and scale it to a billion in sales. You know, you, like you said, you did it in five, I did it in eight, 
to me, that billion dollar mark is just like a big threshold for a broker owner, a team leader. How did it feel when you crossed that billion dollar mark and then got acquired? Like at that moment? Oh, you know, we, we didn't look at a billion as like, okay, we have to get to a billion. We were just like, grow, grow, grow as fast as you can and get as much market share as you can because our area was new. Yeah. It was a brand new area of town. They just built all these high rises straight up thousands and thousands of condos to house techies basically and to house the tech industry. So it was a big land grab. Everyone was fighting for territory and you know how it is. If you have a listing, it becomes two, it becomes five, it becomes 10. So you need to be getting listings. Mm -hmm. And if you let someone else or another brokerage get listings ahead of you, it's very hard to penetrate or knock them down, right? Because yep. they have so much momentum and market share. So it was a race. And, you know, we just kind of looked up and we're heads are down and we just focused on those things that were going to get us more business and it's, you know, client service and branding and marketing, right? So it's clients are doing a great job and then market, doing a great job and then market, doing yep. a great job and then market. So it's just, it's just constant. And you look up and you're like, wow, we're number one in this area, in the hottest area in the city. And I don't know, in the country, maybe, I don't know, but it became, you know, that area that used to be 15% of the sales of San Francisco became 25% of the sales in San Francisco, just through sheer new units. So we, as that grew, we exploded. And then condo buyers, they can't live in a condo forever. They get... They date, they get married, they relocate, maybe they get kids, they got to sell. So they either buy, they sell, and then they buy again in the suburbs. So as our clients grew, we grew with it and we took off like a meteor. Now, we sold because Compass was coming. They were coming to town and we knew and we had heard how they came to town in other places mm -hmm. and they would come to town and buy, you know, they would poach, recruit heavily. They were very aggressive. And so we were up against the gun in a way. And they were armed with at the time, 60 million in venture capital, yeah. which seems like a joke right now because they have <laughs> a billion, <laughs> but you know, at the time we were a small indie, we don't have, 60 million, let alone 1 million. Right. Yep. So we were really racing and, you know, reaching a billion in sales was great, but it wasn't like a goal. We were just sort of like, we're going to be number one in this area. Billion. Great. But it was, <laughs> and then the, the sale to Realogy was just fantastic. You know, we, we were so excited about the plans for the future. Unfortunately, that doesn't, didn't, didn't uh, pan out that way, but it's all good. You know, yeah. we were, Things happen for a reason and not everything can, you know, can happen. And we're just glad to have that opportunity. Luckily, that's not the end, right? I have, we have a new company. Chris has a new company. I have a new company and we're doing our thing again. So love it, man. Excited. Yeah. And your energy is just contagious, bro. Like it's always been that when I connected with you a couple of years ago, like it's, it's so positive and it's so genuine. And I just want to encourage you on that, man. For sure. God has oh, a plan you. for you, bro. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So Obviously, I want to dive into the startup. I want to dive into the prop tech, the fintech, that whole that whole space. 
and we can really try to educate our listeners around it because there's billions of dollars going into the real estate tech space for sure in, since 2018. Yeah. But I got this one section I want to jump into real quick. It's called Coming In Hot, and it's a rapid fire of questions, and you just have to answer them in one sentence or one word, and we're just going to blow through them real quick. You ready? Okay, great. All right. There would be music and like all that happening, but I think it happens when the podcast is done. Okay, <laughs> but, okay. So coming in hot, all right, college degree or no college degree? Yes, master's. Master's, right. yeah. <laughs> What's your greatest challenge as a child? Growing up as an immigrant family in Queens, New York. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah. So first generation, growing up not knowing anything about, like my parents not knowing anything about the culture, the language, stuff like that. So you're always behind, like you don't know what's, what's up. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. What was your first attempt at entrepreneurship? Wow, I used to go, I used to live in New York. And what I used to do is I used to go to New York's Chinatown and I would buy fireworks and sell them to the kids in the suburbs. <laughs> I was a hustler. I was a hustler. Yeah. And what's your, what's the worst real estate advice you've ever gotten? When I first started out, some people would tell me, maybe keep your day job at the same time. Mm. Wow. That's the worst idea. That's great wisdom. That's the worst idea. And then who is the one person that made the biggest impact on your career? Wow, I, I got a, I got a list three here. I, I got a list three. My wife, who took a back seat in her career to take care of the family and us, Julie, and my business coach, Guy Sangstock, who really helped me really face my personal demons and make up this brokerage and helping me now with my startup now. This is all about personal demons that you have to face yeah. and fears yeah. to your coach. And then my business partner, Chris Lim at Climb, who was, you know, just an amazing person. And I learned so much from him about so much about sales, marketing, leadership, personal relationships. You know, I spent 10, 10 plus years with someone, I'm 50, so that's 20% of your life, maybe, you know, 30, 40% of your adult life. So yeah, so those three people. Love it, man. Great job, man. Coming in hot section. Thank you. So on a free flow now, let's talk. So you pivot from the independent, you pivot from the franchise model. What made you think real estate tech? Because I... I've talked to you before, man. You could have went a million different directions with your passion and your future. Tell me, kind of walk me through that journey and why, and why high note, and let's talk about it. Yeah, you know, real estate needs help. And every software seems like there's so much money going into real estate to help it from a tech perspective. But I don't see a lot of stuff really trying to help the real estate agent. and. You know, there's a lot of, you know, iBuyer, there's a lot of all this other stuff that somehow is trying to take out the real estate agent or the brokerage. But really, these, these real estate, you know, you cannot do a transaction without a real estate agent, right? Nope. You can technically and legally, but really, practically speaking, you can't. You need a trusted advisor that knows what they're doing. And you know, I think real estate agents, their moms, their dads, they're, they're young, they're rookies, they're old, 
the tech challenge. They're good people. They're sales. You know, they're busy and they're overloaded with stuff and they don't have help on the tech side, you know, and they really need things to help them. They need tools. They need hacks. They need techniques. They need tips. They need coaching. They need love. They need support. And I think a lot of, a lot of people just try to software it away. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, if you really kind of think about the agent as someone, you know, it's a, they're small business and they don't, they're small business, right? And you're really helping a small business owner fulfill their dreams and get to the next level, get one more deal, get, become a top producer, put food on their table, feed their family, pay for their kids' education and their housing. That's what they're doing, right? And so you need to help them do that. So you got to build tools that make their lives easier, but help them win business. Mm. That's what we're dedicated towards. So I, after selling Climb, I said, well, I'm a techie. You know, I did my master's in electrical computer engineering. And so I see the world as a technologist and, you know, I'm like, yeah, real estate tech needs to come, but ultimately you can't take out a human being. You can't automate purchasing and valuations and, you know, you can't buy a house on your app. You need to help that human on the other side. And there needs to be empathy. There needs to be empathy for who that person is. And I just don't think, I don't see a lot of companies understanding who a real estate agent is and they poo poo most of the industry. Well, they're older and they're not tech savvy and they don't read and they don't, <laughs> you know, they're ADD and they just care about sales. I mean, you know, so I, I just think there needs to be empathy for that user. And so we, we build products to help agents and, you know, through helping agents is how we get our success. And, uh, you know, I tell you, one of the biggest things, I don't know about you, but I, I think so, is when you're a brokerage owner and you're helping and making a difference in agents' lives by giving them coaching, leads, business, listings, whatever it is. And to watch these agents that we had grow from nothing to being million-dollar producers or making 500000 or 400000 and being top producers, they're on their feet. And watching their whole career grow because of you and your help and your platform is the most gratifying thing. I can't think of anything better than that. And I'm sure you can say the same thing, right? And, For sure. you know, being a coach and helping a small business owner get better with your technology and your product is the most gratifying thing. And what we instill in our product and our company today, it's all about customer success. It's mm. all about an agent winning business with high note. Why? Because if you do that, you've done your job. And not only that, they're going to tell other people. For sure. Right? So it's yeah. customer success. So that's really what, and it's the same thing with being an agent. Yeah. You got to help that buyer and seller do whatever they need to do. Get the best price on that home and be help them through the process. Hold sure. their hand. Be a great agent. You be a great agent, everything else takes care of itself. Right? So that's kind of, you got to like, look at the big picture. 
right? Yeah. I forgot the original question. I'm sorry, but that no, was- man, I love to let people. <laughs> well, you can tell your heart is about the why, not the how, right? Yeah. And so if I'm looking at it, right, and as a real estate agent, which I am, you know, if I were going to bring my whole organization over on high note, does it have a team option? Does it have a brokerage option? Is it for single agents? And then kind of go over how does it help me win more business and be a tool in my toolbox at the same time? Absolutely. So we built this tool because as a real estate agent, what you need is you get a lead or a phone call. What do you need to do right away? You need to follow up Mm -hmm. and you need to follow up with that lead in an impressive manner. Why? Because so many other agents are doing it too. They're following up. So you need to send them stuff that's going to impress the lead to work with you. And how do you do that? Well, you design a presentation. You have a nice website. You have some packet of materials. You have a video. You have this. You have that. You have your portfolio of stuff, listings, sales, process documents. But how do you put all that together? And how do you put that all together quickly? Like, now you can't be waiting 24 hours for marketing department to turn that all around a customized package for you. You can't even wait one hour. You need to put it together right now. And you have everything. You have everything. It's on the web. It's on YouTube. It's on social media. It's on this website. It's on your desktop. It's in your cloud. So we built a tool that allows you to just drag and drop everything. We build a presentation for you instantly. You take the link or you use Hino to send it. When they read it, they love it. The people that read these presentations love it. It's clear, it's beautiful, it's impactful, it stands out and it makes you look good. And you get analytics when they open it. We tell you when they don't open it. And we also tell you how long they're reading things and what they're exactly reading. So you know, how to follow up with this seller or this buyer or this other agent in your recruiting, you know, and you close more deals. So many agents have reported winning huge listings, listings that they wouldn't usually win. They're selling in price points that usually don't sell in. They're sending offers with it and beating multiple offers out. We had one guy, he beat 37 other offers out and Dang. he credits high note. Yeah. <laughs> I had another guy also, and he wasn't even the highest offer. Many, many agents are reporting that they're winning, beating other offers out, and not even being the highest offer because of the high note presentation, the offer. It makes them look good. It's presented well, and it makes them stand out. So you think about it. You need a tool. It's easy to use, differentiating to you, like easy, quick differentiation, and then analytics sales analytics, actionable insights into what's important to the reader. I had one agent who he usually sells in a $600,000 price range. And he was up against the number one luxury agent in a $3 million price range. And he sent a presentation in, we call it the pre-listing presentation. Before you meet, you have to send something nice. And we have templates for this. We provide these. There was videos in there. He noticed the seller only looked at the videos. And he's like, huh, he's a video guy. Why is he only looking at the videos? So he came prepared to talk about his video marketing capabilities at the listening presentation. He finds out that the seller is actually a video engineer. He does video production for a living. So he's interested in video. 
So the fact that he keyed in on his video capabilities and his video marketing really impressed the seller. And he won the listing. He beat the three million, he beat got the three million dollar listing at a price point he never sells at. He beat the number one luxury agent and he got the listing. His whole brokerage and team use it now. And I have millions of those stories where they just win. And a lot of times these agents are reporting when you send the high note pre-listing presentation, you show up and they're ready to sign. Why? Because they're so impressed with your stuff and you send something that no one else sent. It's better, clear, and it lays it out and they're ready to sign, ready to go. So we get these stories, we tweet about them, we do social media, but we love to hear them. It keeps us going. It keeps us going because that's a grind, right? Running a company is a grind. <laughs> so you need like a greater purpose. It can't just be about money and sales. It's got to be about passion for something. I mean, I think most people can say if they help another person, right? That's a you great thing. A that's a great feeling. You're making a difference in someone else's life. And that's what we're doing, you know? And just do it one agent at a time. And things will take care of itself. <laughs> Man, but, I love it. Yeah. Team accounts we have, you know, templates, you, sh- you know, you could set templates up for your team to use and agents can share among other agents. They can copy each other's easily. So, you know, you could set branding guidelines, set up the templates, put them up there. The agents go in there, use it and copy it. Boom. They're ready to go. I wish I could demo right now, but I can't. But anyway, that's the way it works, you know, and it's very fast, very easy, very slick. And agents are, we're making a difference in agents' lives. So Love that's it, all I got. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great synopsis of it. I want to look into it for sure. I want to. I wanna Absolutely. We could talk yep. offline. Absolutely. Yep. And so I'll make sure I schedule some time and, and then I'll report back to everybody listening to the podcast. So that's obviously where your passion is. Let's pivot a little bit. Now let's kind of go back to, because you have so much wisdom, I want to gleam some of that wisdom out of you to our audience. And this is some questions that I get from people. So I kind of started putting together the same questions. And it's like, all right, so we got a whole nother set of questions this year. But one of them is, if you had a new real estate entrepreneur that's patient and willing to do the work, what were the top three things you would have them focus on? Number one, if you're a real estate entrepreneur, so it could be an agent or broker owner, sales broker, developer, software engineer, just as a real estate entrepreneur. You need to understand who your client is and understand what's going to make them successful. That's number one. Is it a buyer? Are you a buyer agent? Are you a listing agent? Or are you a software vendor catering to those people or an agent? And you use that as your North Star. And like I was just spouting about, like, if I can make an agent or help an agent win another deal with my tool, that is really why they're paying me for the tool. So that needs to be your goal too, right? And same with the buyer. If you're helping a buyer buy a home, your job is client service, fiduciary, putting your interests aside and putting the buyer's interest above your interest. And that means dropping everything to make sure they're handled. Same with listings, same with buying. And that's number one. That's your North Star, yep. number one. And it needs to be genuine, right? You can't be like faking it. Everyone knows when you're faking it and you're just trying to make a quick sale. And you're not going to get repeat business. And word is going to get out. And 
you know, you're just going to fail. So you need to be genuine. You got to be integrous, right? And you got to care about your client, number one. Number two, you got to think about your you as a business. And I'm talking to agents. You're a business. You are a one-person business. You're a marketing person. You're a salesperson. You're customer support. You're accounting. You're budgeting. You're janitorial. You're a mechanic. You're everyone's business. You do every role. So, but if you're an agent, you probably only do one or two of these things well. And that's sales, customer support, you know, which is like nurturing, holding someone's hand, relationship building. Maybe you're a great marketing person. You're rarely a good accounting person and you're definitely not a good janitor, right? (laughs) And you're not going to be a good admin either. So you need to figure out how to hire for the roles that you can't do or you shouldn't be doing. Things that are not revenue generating or support, customer support type stuff. So customer success or client relationships or whatever it is, you need to be there. And so you need a team. So that the second thing you need to do is get an assistant. And a lot of people will say, well, I don't have the money to get an assistant. This is the wrong attitude. <laughs> because if you don't have the money to get an assistant, you're not going to be able to generate money to eventually pay for that assistant. You got to get it on day one. And you got to get them helping you build your business. If you're a rookie, that's what you need to do. If you're a medium producer, you need that too. If you're a top producer, you definitely need it. More than one, maybe. Yep. You know, that's those are the things. And you gotta you gotta have a goal. You know, it's revenue, marketing, leads, customer success, whatever it is. It's a business, and you have to have a north star, and you gotta drive towards that. But you gotta be structured, right? Those are some of the things. The other last thing I would say is self care. You know. If you're young, you can you can work as long as you can, but you really need to set some time aside. Yep. Why? And, and set some time aside for your personal stuff. You, health, eating well, sleep, family, friends. You don't do that, you're not going to be working well. And there's a lot of workaholics out there. And trust me, you're going to burn out. And you also got to look at this real estate thing as, you know, the average career, real estate career is seven year long. So seven years, but you've seen so many come and go. We've seen it many times. And you need to look at real estate as a 20, 30-year career. You can't be looking at it as, oh, I'm just going to be doing this for five years. You ain't going to succeed, right? You got to think about why you're going to just only do something for five years. Sales is a momentum game. And you can't be doing it part-time either, right? You're building on your past success. You know, if you quit in five years... You've just lost all the five years of hard work that, you know, in my experience, it took me five years to get going, really going, right? My first year was a struggle. Second year is still a struggle, but it got easier. Third year, fourth year, fifth year, then you really hit your stride. So you really got to really just focus, work hard, play hard, but leave the world a better place than you found it and make an impact on people positively as well. I don't know. I've, I've been going off. I'm going off on stuff. I don't know if this is... <laughs> no, it's good, bro. I could go all day long. No, it's good, man. Well, I got a couple more questions. No, it's good wisdom, bro. So a couple Thank more you. questions and we'll get out of here. But what is one thing in the real estate market that you don't think people are paying attention to 
that should be on their radar? Wow. I know. So it's a question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the real estate, like agents or brokerages? Just in the space, man. It's, all, it's always open for you to just flow with it. Yeah. You know, I think it's, I, mean, I keep talking about service. I keep talking about success, customer success. That's the obvious one. I'm not going to beat that one to death. But yep. I want to say like a repeatable business model. Mm-hmm. So many agents do not set up their business properly. And you know, you, you need to structure it properly. It needs to be a repeatable business model that is going to not just earn you a commission, but that sale is going to build something. You know what I mean? It's got to yeah. be a build. If you're building a business, you're building up. You're either building your sales expertise, your relationships with the other agent. You're building a relationship with your, your buyer who's now a homeowner your relationship to building their, you know, relationships with their neighbors, you're building your marketing, you're investing in yourself. So everything that you do needs to layer on top of it so that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and easier and easier and easier. And you have to think that way. A lot of agents I see don't think that way. They're just running in all kinds of different directions, right? But Mm -hmm. what are you selling so much for? Is it just to make money, just to buy food or, or your paycheck today? Yes. But you also need to take that, take a piece of it, invest in your business. What I mean is either upping your website, hiring people, upping your marketing game, buying more leads, farming the neighborhood, increasing your A-frame signs, getting more ads, building and building and building. You got to go up and thinking about every deal building on itself on top of each other. That's so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, bro. Love okay, it. thanks. So this is another section we do is real quick, kind of like the coming in hot earlier. So the next three questions, just one sentence and we go. And then I got a couple more and then I'll get you out of here. But this has been great wisdom, brother. All right. So this one's quick. What's your secret to good time management? Ooh. <laughs> time boxing. Mm. You got to be strict, you know, and... I have kids now, so it's very easy to sometimes ignore them if you're busy. Yeah. Like, oh, daddy's busy. I got a meeting to go to. But what I've done personally is I didn't want to be that kind of dad. So I just time box. I'm like, look, four o'clock, I stop. They're home. My kids want to play with me or do something with me. I that's it. I, that's the time four o'clock until they go to bed is the time I work for them yeah. and I'm there for them. And that's, it. I don't do work during that time. Now there's a lot of stuff that's going on. That needs my attention. I have a new company. Yeah. If it's super urgent, obviously I gotta do it, but you have to set up your life such that you really don't have to do it between four and eight. Yeah. Do you just do it after eight? If you do need to do it, your life is not set up right. Mm. You need to hire someone or that's it. You just can't handle that thing, right? And that's it. You got to look at it like you only have a certain amount of time to do things. If you're not getting enough done with your time, then you need to hire or figure out how to make it better. So time boxing. Time boxing. Yeah, it's critical. Love it. Leverage. All right. What's your secret to good branding? Oh. You know, I was an engineer and electrical, and I learned branding from Chris. 
Mm. And I'll tell you, the secret is, this is four words, all right? Differentiation. It's got to look different. See this tiny note logo? It's pink, right? Pink for a reason. Not because I like pink, but it's because it's different, right? And it's got to be aesthetically pleasing. The logo's got to look good, right? Mm -hmm. It's got to be nice looking. And the two other things is consistency. You got to use it the same way every time. Mm. And repetition. You have to show it over and over and over and over again. And it's got to happen all the time. So these four things, differentiation, aesthetics, consistency, and repetition. That's the secret to branding. Wow. That's good wisdom, brother. I never heard it. I'm going to go over that with my team tomorrow. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So now we kind of go off the deep end on some stuff. So one is, what's the craziest real estate story that you have had happen to you on a on a transaction, <laughs> or with wow. the, you know, what's the craziest thing that's happened? Whew. Well, I'm going to talk about when we sold Climb to Realogy. All right, when we agreed to sell Climb to Realogy, we had a lot of due diligence to get through. Right, they need to do a lot of due diligence. Now, we felt like we we're racing against the clock because we heard rumors that Compass was going to be opening their doors in San Francisco that year. Mm-hmm. So we're racing and racing and racing to try to get this deal done to sell the Realogy because Compass was going to come in and they may poach us, they may recruit our agents, and ultimately the deal could be at risk. We raced. To close the deal on, I think it was like August 1st. I can't remember, 2016. The next day, Compass opened their office and made a big announcement. And the next day, and what happened after that was a tidal wave. They came, they recruited heavily, not against us as much, but they recruited a ton of other place people. They bought two brokerages, the biggest brokerages in our area, Pacific Union and Paragon, they became number one and they own like, I think they own 40, 50% of the market share in San Francisco area. And, you know, we, we always say, wow, we really, timing was everything, but that was probably the craziest story that happened to me in real estate. (laughs) That's that's no, I remember all that happening, obviously on the outside looking in. <laughs> yeah. But but for now, for high note, I have another crazy story. Katie Day is one of our customers. She won $11 million listing with high note presentation. And it was, I think, 26 duplexes in a development that she won with the high note presentation. And it was because the presentation was impressive. It was clear, easy to read. She got analytics, what was important to her. She was able to go in and close the deal. And she reported back. She won. It was $11 million worth wow. of listings. 26 of them in Houston, I think. Yep. And so that was, when I heard that, that was like, wow. This, we're, we're making a difference in agents' lives. Yep. And that was probably one of the best stories I've heard real estate story with high note, our tool. 
Love it. And I know her personally, man. We're, we're actually oh, you do? good friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. she's she's like awesome. Super she's authentic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Because that's the thing I tell people. This community is a small world when you really, especially when you start getting to the top, top producers and brokers and just those people that are very dynamic. We all start knowing each other. Or you, you're only a, a couple arms length away from knowing the next person. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. All right, so here's your moonshot. This is our this is our moonshot. So obviously, Elon Musk made this statement pretty notorious when he said to the moon on an interview. I think he was talking about Dogecoin or something. But this is our moonshot. What's your one goal or dream that others may think is impossible or crazy to achieve? But it's like your moonshot. Like, hey, one day I want to do that. Go to the moon. What's your one moonshot dream? Wow. <laughs> that's wow that's crazy that's you know i'll tell you when i first started when i was an agent and then we started climb together our dream was climb franchise or office in every city in the u.s we also had a dream that we would build a brokerage that'd be worth acquiring by someone right and taking our brand national right that was one but my current one is you know changing real estate and making an impact in real estate, being the number one or top sales platform in real estate today and becoming a big, big business. And, you know, I, I want, I guess my dream then would be having every agent using High Note. There it is. And there's that what, would be it. 1.5 million agents right now in the that's United it. States. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's so awesome. every agent using High Note and bettering their, lives yeah you know so that's touching great. every agent touching every real estate transaction that's it yeah man that'd be a lot of deals <laughs> yeah we always have all our guests bring a book and we'll talk about the book recommendation then we'll do final thoughts tell me why you you know suggested the book you did and how has it made an impact in your life oh man i think you sent in uh 10x rule oh yeah 10x rule yeah grant cardone that's yep. a good one yeah i think that's what you sent yeah. You know, what I love about this is I used to say this myself when I was being a salesperson or an entrepreneur or a brokerage owner, there's a lot of fear and your fear of failure, fear of looking bad, fear of competition, et cetera. So the, you know, if you have goals, right. And you want to increase your goals and you're like, Oh, I want to increase sales. Everyone's doing this now. It's sales planning time for a year. I want to increase my sales by like one or two more deals, or I want to increase it 10%, 20%. You know, that's great. But if you really want to go for it and you have to ask yourself, do you really want to go for it? Like, do you want to make an impact in your life here? You really should aim for 10X, mm. right? Why? Because if you fail at 10X and you get to 8X, or you get to 2x, you right? still scaled. You still scaled. And what if you hit 10x? How would that achieve your dream? Right. So when I was first an agent, I like to talk about this because you probably have a lot of agents listening. I bought Trulia ads and I was like, oh, $100 a month. Oh my God, that's expensive. And then I started getting leads from it. And I was like, wait a minute, what if I increase my spend 10x? What if I bought 
not just 10% of the zip code, but I bought the whole zip code. And I spent instead of a hundred a month, a thousand a month. What would happen to my business? Right? Ask yourself, what would happen yeah. to your business if you yeah. if you increased your marketing by 10x? To the moon if you convert. That's right. So I that's what I did. And I eventually I bought the whole zip code. And I said, why am I messing around here? Why am I only just trying to get a percentage of my zip code? Why not get all of it? Right. And yeah. so I bought that one. I bought the next one. I bought this one. I spent eight thousand bucks a month on ads from from a hundred. And I just kept on having to go 10x. And my coach helped me. My wife helped me. Everyone helped me get there. But it's scary. It's like, yeah. I'm going to spend all this money. But if you're going to do it, you got to 10x it. And you got to 10x it on things that are bring revenue, which is marketing. Yeah. Marketing. Mm-hmm. More marketing. So 10x. You got to 10x everything. 10x. Yeah. I'm also reading another book you might like. It's called Digital Gold. It's the story of Bitcoin. Mm. And if anyone is interested in crypto or Bitcoin and understand what this is, it's a great book. You understand the story and the history of Bitcoin and what Bitcoin, blockchain, cryptocurrency is. And if you don't know what it is, you better get on it. (laughs) You better at least be conversant about it. It's game changing. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm, I'm in it. But yeah. Cool, brother. Where can people find you? Final thoughts and where can people find you, man? Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you. You know, social media, Mark Choi, M-A-R-K-C-H-O-E-Y. I'm on all the channels. Not TikTok, though, yet. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I can't do get it. There. I know. I, I, I am not that creative, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to get on it this year. You can email me, mark at highnote.io. Just Google me. I think just Google me the easiest. Just Google Mark Choi, M-A-R-K-C-H-O-E-Y. I'd be glad to talk to you, anybody. There it is. Well, man, great show, man. Thank you for being here. I want to connect with you offline about awesome. High Note and some other stuff for sure. Let's do it. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. It was, man. Great wisdom. I'm going to stay behind and record your intro, but thank us again. Okay. Thanks. See you soon, brother. Okay. And if I can help you with anything, you reach out to me. Okay. We'll be in touch. Yes, sir. Okay. Thanks. See you. See you, Mark. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Please subscribe on whichever platform you are listening and consider leaving a five-star review as that will help us gain traction and continue to bring you knowledge in the real estate industry. For more content, head over to TerrenceMurphy.com. 